Namaste. So this is about uh, not only thoughts, it's in general about habits, tendencies uh, in nature, which how to get over them. They, they stick to us tenaciously. A person who gets angry knows later on that it's not good to be angry. It's the question of Duryodhana actually. He says, uh, I know what is dharma, but I have no pravarti towards it. <laughs> I know what is adharma, but I have no nivrati from it. So all of us have this problem. Not all of us, some are very happy with their anger. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but there are some who begin to feel. It could be anger, it could be lust, it could be greed, anything, fear. And they know that there is something harmful for me and for others also. So I must get rid of it. Especially in yoga, one has to get rid of it. So how to do it? So what do we most of the time do? We just put a carpet. How do we put a carpet? It's like when somebody is coming, you oh, cover that area, cover that area. Put everything into a box, pell-mell and shove it inside. The story of the mother when she went to visit a department and the person came to know, mother is coming. So he picked up and put everything in a Elmira, somehow pell-mell and closed it. And the first thing mother comes and asks, what is in the Elmira? <laughs> so all the skeletons fall out. <laughs> so most of us don't want to see it. So in psychology we use the word repression and suppression. And people often ask, what, are, what is the difference? Repression is when you don't want to see it in yourself. So you see it in others. People who see a tendency in others, be sure it is present in them to God knows what extent. There are people who say, oh, that person is this maniac, that maniac. Uh, sure enough, world is a mirror. <laughs> it's not that it's not there in that person, but you are unfortunately seeing only that tendency. And often your mind is exaggerating it and making a fuss over it. So, this we put a carpet over it or we just uh, don't want to look at it. We, we don't want to see it. This is the first step. First is where we are not even aware of it. Repressed. And we see it in others. Second is we become aware of it. But we quickly, you know, no, no, I shouldn't be angry. Gone. So people divert their mind or do something about it. But it is there. How long will you keep it under the carpet? After some time it begins, it's a something very, it's a movement. It's not something static. So the snake or the rat below the carpet begins to, after some time, it will eat its way, come up again, it will rear its head. So what are we going to do? Again and again we do it, again it emerges. Sometimes it emerges in a very violent way, tearing through the whole cover. So how can we, first thing is to recognize that yes, there is something in me which I need to get rid of. Anger. Let's take one example. <clears throat> now what are we going to do? We must see what is the originating point. I think we partly discussed it in the, in the previous talk. But let's say anger. Why do I get anger? Stop justifying it. Oh, because somebody else you are the person responsible for my anger. I'll never get rid of it. That means. Also, it means I have no power over myself. It's, it's a lack of empowerment, lack of autonomy. First thing is, I get angry regardless of. It's like old Semitic uh, thought. 
that you know if a, a woman she has tempted me no sir woman has not tempted you you are the fellow who got tempted <laughs> it's your fault <laughs> but people used to pass the blame so they used to cover the woman completely in a black tent or white tent or god knows what tent <laughs> so that she does not tempt you but then what people used to do they used to have hundreds of women this is what they did no because you can't get rid of it like this so what you have to do that's a fact i'm not saying something which is not historical that's a fact so what is the way instead of putting a cover on it blaming it on somebody justifying it because of that person you look inside what is it that is creating a problem let's say anger as i said maybe i have too big an opinion about myself and i don't like it when somebody intrudes into that or says something which is to the contrary maybe i am too fussy about my routine very rigid i don't like when somebody uh, you know when when it's time for me to eat somebody wants to sit and talk because i have a fixed time so rigidity it could be of ideas i have a view point and i believe my view point is the only view point in the world somebody puts i have seen a very unfortunate you know uh, ukraine is uh, russia war very nice husband wife who used to thank the stars that you know we are so wonderful and we are following the same path both used to write this they split why because one supported russia the other supported ukraine can you imagine i said come on it's okay you can have differences of opinion view points but you don't have to but this this is this happens i don't know what's happening in arab israel war how many homes are getting <laughs> split <laughs> though this is a fairly straight thing good and evil is not very difficult to define here but that's how it is so i have my strong opinion on things if i am a democrat you speak of communism i am going to get angry it's okay you can have your views logically you can discuss it yes of course it's foolish to you know uh, believe that we can have a um, equality for all without discovering that true self which is the basis which is the equal in all so this logical the aspiration is fine but the method is so that way you can try to and you can look at things people at different stages of evolution but otherwise when we have a strong opinion people begin to fight they become abusive they get angry some people get angry strangely just because salt is less in the food and they claim to be yogis there is a poem of shurbindo i'm forgetting the name was it ego or i or uh, he said i am egoless free then swore because his dinner was not ready i asked him what is it can't understand you said you are egoless free now you are using swear words because your dinner is not ready he said it's not me it's the belly god that is unsteady so you see even spiritual justifications people use this is called spiritual bypassing you use nice spiritual justification you don't know etc etc 
aggrandize oneself. So you should be very, one has to be sincere basically. So the mother says, you discover what is it. And then she says, you'll be hiding in a corner. And it is only possible when we stop judging ourselves. I'm bad, I'm bad. Then you won't see. Get rid of this idea of good and bad when you are dealing with nature. If you do this, you will never get to the root of it. So she says, if you do it, it prevents offering because you don't want to see a bad thing. People often ask that, mother, in front of you, I get bad thoughts. Why? She says, perhaps because they want to be got rid of. So then when you see it, she uses a very interesting word, like a pincer. What is pincer? Eyebrow plucking or, you know, picking out small little. (laughs) Pick it out, pull it out. Oh, this ambition. This is what is anger. This is triggering the lust. The fear. The greed. Pull it out. Pull it. See, it will resist. Especially two things resist a lot. One is ambition and the other is sexual. And then you pick out, pick out, pick out, pull out. And throw it. So you feel, ah. But it will come back again because it's in the atmosphere. <laughs> now it has not gone in the subconscious. You have not thrown in the carpet. Huh? But it is gone in the environment. You think it's gone. So unsuspecting moment because you have not done anything else. to it, You have only diagnosed but you have done nothing. It's like, oh I have got cholesterol but you are not changing your diet. You are not changing your lifestyle. So it comes back. This time you will see, oh, this is it, but I have to change something inside me. So you begin to change. And this change can go to what extent? I mean, I was the other day, I was telling that, you know, Indian culture, many things which are so beautiful. Like we don't shake hands. We do namaste. Leave inside symbol and all. You know what is shaking of hands? A transaction of forces. And this is, Shobhinder is a letter to it. So we are not even conscious about what we are doing, why we are doing and we think it's it's a lifestyle. Not, not, I'm not saying you should not shake hands. So, no, no, sir, from today I'm not going to shake hands. It doesn't mean that. But be conscious. You are entering into a contact and through the contact things may enter you. So you should be careful with whom you are doing, what you are doing how you are eating, where you are eating, all these things, we have to lead a more conscious life. So we have to become more and more conscious with a growth of consciousness, these things we get rid of. But more importantly, we have to watch over our thoughts. Two more things which are important, which go with it. Watching over our thoughts. We become conscious of these movements when thoughts it takes. And when they take the form of thought, then they become very powerful. They insist it's like a bee humming. Bee going around is bad enough. Huh? But now the bee is humming. <laughs> so it's very distracting. So how to get rid of these thoughts? Few ways. One is simple way. Divert your mind. Do something. Arrange your cupboard. Do something nice. Turn your mind away. This is the commonest one. Work. Take up work. After some time the humming bee will go somewhere else because it's moving around. Whoever is a recipient, it will go there. Don't worry. There are plenty of people who want that bee. Because they think it's a bee which will give honey. But it's not the honey bee to give you bee. It is the honey bee which will sting you. But 
<laughs> so anyway so it'll go away when you tell them but it'll come back because it's out of habit if you keep expressing it it will strengthen now you have formed a nexus between thought and nervous system and the action so even when it is there in the thought try ways and means keep offering it turn the mind away rise in aspiration burn it away try to burn it you can have an image that fire of aspiration is actually burning it and then it will go away but like rakt beech certain things come from the environmental consciousness you live in an atmosphere still so come from there where poison is from every side so that's why the mother speaks about shielding yourself shielding oneself is very simple only were safe who kept god in the hearts in their hearts a prayer upon here must the traveler of the upward way for winding through hell turns the heavenward path pause or pass slowly if probed no keen discernment's point you can't if you try to probe okay let me experience it and see you will be caught in falsities endless net so what we should do says a prayer upon the lips and the great name casting a javelin regard in front the eyes ready to scout the hand to smite children and soldiers of the army of light so casting a javelin regard means your your discernment is able to see where is it likely to lead you that's the javelin regard eyes ready to scout mark those little things which are going to trigger or take you in a certain direction eyes ready to scout hand ready to smite immediately so this is how it's difficult it takes years sometimes decades for certain difficulties it may take decades because especially in the integral yoga it may take decades because an person walking this path is bearing not only his own burden but the burden of terrestrial nature so as his consciousness widens now it is no more his anger but anger as a problem in earth nature that comes later on because each one is a representative shubhendra explains that mother also explains that that in this yoga particularly this is how people in engaged in this yoga are helping the world people often ask because you are taking it's like a laboratory you are a laboratory you yourself are the laboratory and these things are coming which you are working upon and when you work upon them it has an impact upon the world at large so in this yoga it becomes more tenacious more pernicious and that's why two things that help us go through is faith endurance which is perseverance any amount you your faith is intact you get up and walk you'll see all the stages and of course surrender keep offering keep surrendering the divine mother has her ways she will find the way to get you rid of it but you have to keep on invoking that sincerity inside yourself and if one cannot then well the world is there which is full of these vibrations that's why she created the ashram and oroville and that's why these centers because there should be places where you are relatively it's like a safe zone not completely safe because nothing can be 
immune but still a kind of formation and people who live here begin to feel the difference when they are here and when they move out because they feel it that air it changes so this was the purpose it was not just suddenly now i am in the ashram i am doing yoga because she has created a special formation so that it's not easy for these things to enter see they they enter because the hops are human beings you can't stop human beings it's not like a monastery in the himalayan gorge and that would besides be not the final solution because the final solution has to be found in the place where the problem lies in the midst of that challenge therefore shivindo made this ashram so conterminous with life it doesn't have a fixed boundary and yet she has taken everybody in a kind of a cocoon or an occult atmosphere like a formation so all these are ways to facilitate getting rid of these movements it's a long journey that's why one has to be steady persevering those who want quick result they can have mcdonalds paying some money those who want well cooked meal wait mama will cook it on the original fire and serve you wood oven pizza okay not pizza wood oven chapati <laughs> thank you namaste